Support for How in the Hell Did I Get Here comes from The Coloring Book Coach. Did you know it's possible to heal your heart and more through coloring and the support of The Coloring Book Coach? Visit thecoloringbookcoach.com for your free coloring book. Welcome back to part two of our story. 13 years ago in 2006, my friend Shanti turned a free breakfast into a custom-made motorcycle and an all-expenses-paid trip to Venezuela when she sort of accidentally became a contestant on Psycho Fear Factor. Yes, you heard me correctly, Psycho Fear Factor. If you haven't listened to part one of this story, we recommend you do so now. It first aired on April 4th, 2019. We'll be right here waiting for you when you come back. So Shanti and her boyfriend make it onto Psycho Fear Factor, and not only that, end up being surprise finalists, which is how they end up with the motorcycles and a vacation. This is Kim A. Floden, and welcome to How in the Hell Did I Get Here? If you're not too familiar with Fear Factor, it was a popular NBC reality TV show where the contestants competed in a variety of scary and gross stunts and dares for various grand prizes. The show was hosted by Joe Rogan. You might know him now as the host of the popular podcast, The Joe Rogan Experience. Fear Factor was rebooted in 2017 on MTV with Ludacris as the host. The original Fear Factor aired from 2001 to 2006, and Shanti was lucky enough to appear in a special three-episode arc called Psycho Fear Factor during the last season. Shanti and her then-boyfriend Clayton were one of six couples competing on the show, which was centered around the real-life uber-creepy Bates Motel set on the set of the horror movie film Psycho. In this Fear Factor, the contestants were required to sleep in the motel. I'll never forget the night Shanti and I met. She's one of those people I just knew I was destined to be friends with. She's gorgeous, enthusiastic, loves crystals, as do I, and is fun as hell to hang out with. Plus, her stories are hilarious and unbelievable. This probably won't be the last time you hear Shanti on the show. But enough talk. Let's get back to Shanti now on Psycho Fear Factor. When we left her last... She was about to eat something pretty disgusting. Quick note, today's episode includes swear words. It was so horrible. It was two Iraqi camel spiders. And in my head, I thought, perfect, I'll just step on them. Yeah. And then, like, get it all up. And they said, but you can't kill them before you eat them. Oh, and then they said, make sure you chew really, really well because the fangs can bite through your lip and your throat. Okay, two Iraqi camel spiders, which you cannot kill, and you have to chew them really well. Okay, so how'd this go? How big are they? Like as big as your hand, at least, or bigger. This is not a small spider. I had never even seen one. When I saw it, I thought, that is a sick joke. (laughs) Whoever thinks of these needs help real quick and real fast. And what they do on Fear Factors, you don't know what the next stunt is. You hear the next stunt. 
five minutes before it happens. They keep you in this completely soundproof, black on the windows. That's probably good. So when you walk out and they tell you, that's literally your... That's your reaction right then. Yes. And they give you five minutes to ask any questions and then they start filming. The world of spiders are a scary place. I mean, this spider looks like it could literally go through immigration and hold a passport. <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in the show notes. Oh, they are so gross. So then they brought two out on this big tray. And right before my eyes, one eats the other one. <laughs> of and I thought, how lucky can I get two in one? But unfortunately, they didn't hold the same kind of idea. So I said, there's not a chance that I'm eating that one that just ate the other one unless I get to have one for two. And no, they decided that they just bring them out separately once I ate one of them, then they'd bring out the next gourmet dish. (laughs) And so I thought, I can do this. Oh, and you can't also throw up the spider for at least five minutes. So you have to hold it down for at least five minutes. I do not know how you manage this. I don't know how I manage either. But at those moments when you're in that situation, you're like, I'm either going to look like a complete blonde that's like, eat the spider and I'm like dear god no I'm not even touching it or I'm just gonna pretend that I'm brave and get through it and so I thought well now that I have to eat it I'm not gonna say no the only thing I could think of because I wasn't putting my fingers by it because these fangs I mean they're aggressive they're not a friendly spider this is not Charlotte's web (laughs) And so I thought I'm going to eat it but first. So by the time I get to the fang, it's already half eaten and pretty much dead. Next thing I knew, after I already had the butt and was chewing it, the other half jumps out of my mouth after the spider and is running around the set and I'm yelling, oh dear, oh no, oh dear, running after the other half of my spider. Did you get it and eat it? Yes! Oh, it was so gross. I can't even explain it. I remember other people after throwing it up and I thought, oh, there is not a chance in hell that I'm having this thing come back up now that it's down. Exactly. So you kept it down. Yes. It was so horrific. Did you ever puke it back up? No, it was. I can't even explain the taste of it. It's like. The kind of thing where you wish at that moment that you did not have a nose or taste buds. You're like trying to keep it down. And as soon as it finally does get down, and after five minutes of being like, I am calm, I find my inner peace. (laughs) It tasted like in and out. It tasted like in and out. (laughs) There was no way that I was ever going to have that taste in my mouth again. I love that mantra. That's going to be the t-shirt. It tasted like in and out. Literally, because you just have to think of something that's so ridiculously good. It gets you through that moment of, I just ate in and out. I just ate in and out. 
<laughs> You're a good woman. So, so then how did it all end? Shanti is doing better than anyone expected she would on Psycho Fear Factor. She's just eaten two, well, technically three, Iraqi camel spiders and kept them down, and she's determined to keep going. Find out what happens next after the break. Stay with us. Hey, it's Kim, and thanks so much for listening. And I really hope you're enjoying today's show so far. I'm just popping in to ask you a quick favor, which is to consider helping to support this podcast at Patreon. It's super easy. Just pop over to patreon.com and search for How in the Hell Did I Get Here? or hit the button on our website at howinthehellpodcast.com. What's in it for you? Well, for one thing, you're helping make a dream come true. And what's better than that? Also, we've got some great perks over there for you, including a chance to get to know myself and my sisters with a special slideshow from our lives, ad-free listening, discounts up to 50% off the Merch in Our Fun store, and free coloring books and more. Check it out today. You can choose to support us for as low as $2 a month. No one expected her to make it this far. And in fact, some of the other contestants were betting against her. But Shanti goes on to show them what she's really made of. Back to our story. Well, I think I shocked everyone because I ended up winning. And I can tell you that. Wait, winning because you ate the spider? Wait, winning what? Oh, I from that exact one, I won a motorcycle. Okay. Because each challenge got a prize. Uh, every It was every other challenge because I was lucky enough to get on Psycho Fear Factor, where it's not a regular Fear Factor, but a Fear Factor that is a three-part episode, meaning <laughs> all the stunts. Right. Oh, And they my kept God. us in the Psycho House, and they kept removing beds, and we had to sleep on pig blood sheets. And then for another oh. one, they it was like three in the morning. They threw a brick through the window, and one of the other contestants was like, what the hell? And he throws the brick back out the window. Uh-huh. Not the same hole. Not even the door. A different window? Yes, completely. Yeah. I'm like, really? Really, guys? And then next thing we know, I'm like listening. I'm like, God, do you guys hear that buzzing sound? And then I'm thinking in my head, oh, it must be some weird sprinkler system on Universal Studios set. Oh, no. It was no sprinklers. Three seconds after the second window was broken, (laughs) the brick comes flying back. Oh, no. Oh, no. And this guy's like, oh, my God, they're attacking us. And I'm like, can somebody turn on the light? Yeah, right? So we turn on the lights. And on it, it said, whoever catches the most gets a prize. We're like, catch what? And I'm like, what is that buzzing sound? All of a sudden, thousands of those hissing, flying cockroaches start coming out of every single hole in the wall. And I should mention there are lots of holes because it's a very horrible set. And I remember people trying to grab the flying cockroaches in cups. And I'm just sitting there watching them. And every time they put the cockroach in, it just crawls right out and walks away or flies away. And I'm like, wow, okay, what can I grab that I can keep these in? 
because we didn't have all our bags or anything. It was just a room for us to sleep. And so I took my pillowcase and I started shoving them in there. They're flying cockroaches. You got to put them in something with a lid. Then I just thought, this is such a waste. Really, the opportunities are in the hole in the walls. So I just stuck my bag over and all these tons of them came in. (laughs) I mean, I would be an amazing, like dog catcher except i never take him to the pound you're like macgyver macgyver the shit out of that. i did i and i felt good too <laughs> well but then what happened did, was that the end of the show is that how like what did no oh and then we had another one where they stick you in this clear big box filled with water and thousands of snakes i mean thousands of water snakes and you had to get in and you have a knife and you have to cut through these big ship ropes kind of tunnel to get through to the other side of the box and it's just a little hole in between with these big thick ropes and this flimsy knife and you have to swim down to the bottom to get through this little tunnel and so you have to keep bobbing up and down and there's snakes all over you and they're saying don't move too dramatically because they won't kill you, but they will bite you. Holy crap. And how are you not supposed to move dramatically when you have thousands of snakes and you're underwater? Right. So I'm pretty small, so I was able to cut through one of the ropes and just squeeze myself through a little opening. And I remember I wore so much shea butter on my body because I didn't want to have dry looking skin on the TV, but I swear that helped me get through that little hole. Well, if I'm going to be on TV, because I didn't know what we were going to do, I just thought I'm going to have very shiny, sun-kissed skin. Some of the things when I watch it, I'm like, oh my gosh, Shanti, filter. The filter would have been amazing in that moment. (laughs) Yeah, but that's what makes you you. So then how did the, like, okay, so in Psycho, I've never, I don't think I've ever watched the whole show. So is there, like, somebody wins at the end? right? There's like whoever kind of survives the best or wins the most challenges. How does it work? So it is whoever wins the most challenges. So then, you know, there's another one where I was on almost, it was like a big hearse and we were in the desert and they were driving like they were drunk. And behind that was a semi and there was a rope between them and you had to pull yourself along the rope in between, climb up on the semi, come back and stick the rope back on the hearse. Oh, that is freaking crazy. And it sounds like dangerous as hell. Yes. Well, I remember when I had to sign all the papers, it was probably 2,000 pages long. Yeah, and I'm sure you didn't read all of them. Like you probably probably said on every other page, you could die. You could die. Yes. I signed away my life. Someone goes, it's going to take me forever to read it. And I looked at them and I said, I wouldn't read it. You don't want to know. All it really says is they're not liable if you die. Exactly. Oh, crazy. It's pretty incredible when you get determined or stuck in a box to see what you're capable of at the same time. Because now I know I may be blonde. I may be small, but I'm a little <laughs> exactly. badass. You kicked ass. So who won then? Who won the fear, the three-part fear factor? Me. What well, was with my boyfriend at the time, Clayton. So you guys won. Yes. And we won a trip to Venezuela and a custom-made motorcycle. Oh, it was out. incredible. 
Thank you so much for listening. We're running a promotion right now and you could win a cool How in the Hell Did I Get Here mug just by subscribing and reviewing the show or sharing the show with a friend. Check the details on our website, howinthehellpodcast.com or in our Facebook group. To watch the entire three-episode arc of Psycho Fear Factor and see pictures of the Iraqi camel spider, check the links in our show notes at howinthehellpodcast.com or come join us in our Facebook group. Huge thanks again to Shanti for sharing this awesome and hilarious How in the Hell Did I Get Here story. If you have a How in the Hell Did I Get Here story to share, call us at 323-488-3303 and leave your story and you might hear yourself on the show. That's 323-488-3303. You can also send a written version to how in the hell did I get here at gmail.com if you prefer to have your story read on the air. Today's show was produced by Kim A. Floden and features special guest Shanti Hendricks. Big thanks to Silent Partner for our theme song, Seventh Floor Tango, and our ad music, Blue Skies. And thank you to our sponsor, The Coloring Book Coach. Find your free coloring book at thecoloringbookcoach.com. Meet you back here next week for more How in the Hell Did I Get Here stories. Until then, pay attention, my friends. You just never know when you might find yourself saying, How in the hell did I get here? One of the contestants said, I have to do the accent. Well, you know, Shanti is real sweet, but she's not the brightest crayon in the box. (laughs) Little did they know. Little did they know. (laughs) But I couldn't even get mad at that point because... I'm sorry, that is really funny. Not the brightest crayon in the box. That it's is pretty funny. witty, and I never heard it. 